What is up? I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm back with another episode of the Mary Makes Muscles podcast. I'm Mary, the host. Thank you so much for checking out my podcast today. I'm recording this on a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Northern Virginia. It's about 80 degrees outside. It's sunny. There's a nice breeze. So we're in our final days of spring. Summer officially starts this week, even though kind of feels like summer already. Um, It's definitely feeling nice and hot out already. Uh, But summer's my favorite time of year. I'm excited. It's my favorite season. I have vacation coming up in about a month. I'll be headed to the beach for a week. So I can't wait for that getaway and to have that nice week to relax. We all need it sometimes. So in today's podcast, I'm going to give you my top three tips for a successful diet, a successful weight loss phase, really, let's call it that. I don't consider a calorie deficit to really be a diet because it doesn't have the strict rules that are often associated with dieting as far as what you eat and restrictions and things like that. So instead of saying a successful diet, let's say a successful weight loss phase. Now, all of my podcasts and really a lot of the content I put out on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook and on YouTube, all of which I'm currently posting on right now. So please give me a follow on all four. It's Mary Makes Muscles on all four of them if you're listening today. But back to what I was saying, a lot of the content I put out there is very uh, fact-based. A lot of it has to do with the physiological side of losing weight, let's say, and not as much about the mental or the emotional side. So all of my previous podcasts and a lot of what I post are very fact-based and kind of on the more of the scientific sides of weight loss. But in today's podcast, I'm going to change things up a little bit. I'm going to talk a little more about the behavioral and the mental side of things of trying to lose weight. I don't have any notes prepared for this. I thought about it in my mind beforehand, but I'm really just going to speak from my heart and give you my three biggest tips to help you lose weight. Things that helped me on my own weight loss journey and now things that I see my clients doing and succeeding with. Now, I like I said, I did think about what I was going to talk about. And originally my plan was to give you five tips, but right off the bat, I thought of these three tips and then I was trying to add two more, but they all seemed a little forced and they all kind of paled in comparison to the three tips that I have. So I kind of reassessed things and I'm just going to give you the three most important tips and the ones that I'm most passionate about. So um, let's get into it. Let's talk about what those three tips are. My first tip for you today for a successful weight loss phase is to be very, very kind to yourself along the way. What I mean is if you feel like you messed up or like you aren't seeing the results you want, don't put yourself down for it. Being hard on yourself is a real killer of progress on your journey because the mental side is so, so important. So try to think of yourself like you're talking to your best friend. Talk to yourself like you would talk to a close friend who was trying to lose weight or who was trying to succeed and reach their goals. If they came to you and said, I hate my body, I'm such a failure, I just can't lose weight, or that they effed everything up by having a few bad days and ruined all their progress, you would try to talk them out of it. You would try to speak speak them back up. You would try to make them feel better. You would tell them that they're doing great and tell them that everything they've done right along the way and how much they've succeeded and how proud of them you are. Do the same thing for yourself. Start to say out loud or write down things that you are proud of yourself for. That's something you could do. You know, people write down their goals and things they're grateful for. Also write down things you're proud of yourself for. Acknowledge where where you've done well and give yourself credit where credit is due. Really start to pay attention to the words 
you use out loud and the words you think about yourself to your head because the words you use matter so much. Identify where and when the negative words creep in and really consciously make the decision to stop using them and to replace them with power words, words that, you know, describe things you're good at and uh, make you feel feel powerful. I would say, I just said to write down things that you're proud of. Also write down your power words. Maybe you're energetic or you're loving or you're forgiving or fun or determined. Whatever you are, make a list of the positive words you would use to describe to, about um, to yourself. And when you start to think negatively about yourself, replace those negative words with the positive ones. Because even in a joking way, it's not okay to speak down about your body or about yourself. And it doesn't help you on your journey in any way. Even if you're joking around, your body isn't a joke and neither are you. You're strong and you're capable of achieving your goals. But you have to believe it and you have to treat yourself treat yourself like you've already succeeded. Be that proud of yourself already. Speak that highly of yourself because... This time is the time that's going to be different. You are going to reach your goals. So you might as well act like you already did. Act like you're there. Be that confident. Really, really speak highly of yourself and give yourself all the credit where it's due. Because if you're not, then you're defining yourself by your past. And you're not defined by your past. You're creating your future right now. So forgive yourself for your past. If there was a time, you know, if you've had failed attempts at weight loss in the past and Forgive yourself for getting yourself to the point to where you need to lose weight or you need to make these changes. Instead, just speak very kindly about your body and about your ability to succeed. So it really comes down to believing that you can do these hard things and that you can overcome hard times and feeling like you already did almost. Like be that positive, be that uplifting to yourself. It might be uncomfortable and it might be dif uh, difficult at first. But if, if you're someone who regularly engages in negative self-talk, it's going to be uncomfortable at the beginning and it's going to take some major effort. But really just start small, start by identifying the patterns and the times when these negative thoughts uh, creep in and replace them with some positive affirmations. So that's my first tip for you to be very, very kind to yourself along the way. You deserve to be treated with kindness, and really that starts with you. You can't expect others to support you and other people to do it for you. You have to speak kindly to yourself, and you have to believe that you can do it. My second tip is to not care what other people think. You most likely have other people in your life, people who you go out to eat with, people who you live with, people you get together with in social, social situations. And when you're trying to make a change, they're going to notice and you're going to have to deal with their opinions and in some cases pressure from them to not make changes. This won't be from everyone in your life, but sometimes it ends up being from people who are really close to you. So it could be, say, your wife or your husband, a partner, a roommate, coworkers you see regularly, friends you get together with. And when these people act like this, likely the changes that you're making are making them a little uncomfortable. They might wonder if they should be trying to change too, or if after you achieve your goals, you're going to be different, if you're going to view them differently, if you're going to start to act different. And change makes people nervous. So these are really natural reactions from people, and it has nothing to do with you personally. It's more of a reflection on them and on their own insecurities. So they might um, show it by acting like, you know, they miss enjoying a certain food with you or they miss going out for drinks, multiple drinks with you because now your habits have changed a little bit. 
And in these circumstances, it's really important that you stick to your guns and forget about your people-pleasing mentality. It's really a natural tendency for a lot of us to want to please other people in our lives. So that's how the whole peer pressure thing works. You want to fit in. You want to do what they're doing. You want to make them happy. You want them to accept you. So you give in and you say, okay, I'll do it with you this time. But you really have to stick to your guns and remember your goals. You might have a friend tell you something like, live a little, forget about your diet right now. But keep in mind that losing weight and living a healthy life is living and keeping your goals at the forefront of your mind will remind you of that. So it's not about making other people happy on your journey. People, you know, the more determined they see, the more they see you sticking to it, they'll realize you're not joking around and it will really build their respect for you. So really keep that in mind that you don't have to do things to please other people, that this journey is about you and that eventually they will accept you because really what you eat and drink, really it has nothing to do with them. They can still go out to eat and eat, you know, the whole plate of nachos, a hamburger, have six beers while you order something healthier on the menu and only have one drink. And that doesn't change anything for them at all. The only thing that happens is they might feel a little bad that they're, overindulging and really you're just setting a good example so they the problem they have um, it's not it's with seeing you make healthy choices that opens their eyes a little bit and they're probably not ready for change right now so seeing you make these changes might make them a little uncomfortable so that would be my that's my second tip there is to not let the opinions of others and you know they're trying to influence you stop you from going after your goals and to not worry about what they think and my third and final tip for you today for successful weight loss is to never compare yourself to others. Your life is your own. The obstacles you face and your strengths and your weaknesses are unique to you. So you can't expect your journey to look like anyone else's. Like you might see someone else who's achieving their goals faster than you are, who's, who are getting faster results, and they appear to be having a really easy time doing it and losing weight and start to feel bad about yourself. Remember, you're only seeing what's on the surface, and I guarantee you that the person you're comparing yourself to, they have their own struggles too. So you're not seeing those struggles. Just focus on you and what you can do to succeed and what you should be proud of yourself for. If you're constantly worried about what other people are doing, you'll fall into that comparison trap, and then that will just completely occupy your mind, and you won't be able to focus on what you need to do. You might have a friend, for example, who is doing some sort of an extreme fad diet, and I'm actually dealing with this situation kind of with a client right now. Um, it's not a bad situation, but my client, Katie, who also happens to be a friend of mine, is absolutely killing it. She's lost 10 pounds in eight weeks. She's rocking her workouts. She's getting stronger. She's eating more than she ever has on any past diet attempt because we have her eating more calories that she can actually stick to without binging and still see results. So I can't speak highly enough of Katie and how she's doing. But what we're dealing with is that a good friend of hers is on the Optiva diet, I think it's called. It's Optiva or Optivia. 
and has lost 15 pounds in four weeks and kind of likes to, I want to say, brag about it to Katie a little bit. Like, you got to love friends, right? So this kind of gets in her head a little bit, even though she is stronger than that and she always overcomes it. She doesn't let it stop her in any way. She still stays the course with our plan because she knows it's working. She's seeing great results. She feels amazing. We We still have a tendency to think we're not doing enough and to compare ourselves to other people and think, well, that person's losing more than me or that person's doing better than me. But that plan is just so horrible. So just be sure to keep your eyes on your, you know, on your own paper, eyes on your own plate. It doesn't matter how or what other people are doing. It matters that you're making progress and really that you are doing better than yesterday or better than last week. So only compare yourself to yourself and try to be a better version of yourself. Now, I just said that this person's doing Optiva diet, and I have to say that I think that might be the worst one of all of them out there. You Basically, this person is starving herself. She's allowed to have one meal a day, and the rest of them have to be some kind of a shake. I don't know if it's a hot drink or a cold drink, and she isn't even allowed to exercise because she doesn't have any food in her. So this it's just such an unhealthy plan, and you, you see those fast results because there's no food in her body. There's no carbs in her body. She's not holding out. It's all water weight she's losing, so you see that number on the scale drop, but I just don't understand it one bit. On, on top of that, it costs money. And I want to tell her that you can starve yourself for free. You don't have to buy into a pyramid scheme to not eat. So just, I beg you, if you're listening to this, if you do nothing else that I ever say, don't do that diet. Don't do that Optiva diet because it's a really bad idea, really unhealthy and not going to give you any good results long term or in the big picture. So really stay away from that one. It's not going to help you in any way. So that was my third tip to stay focused on you and on your own goals and not comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing at all. If you stay focused on you and on your own success, you will ultimately achieve your goals. Just focus on what you can do to get there. That wraps up my podcast today. It might be a little shorter than my other episodes. I don't know. I don't have the timer up right now. But regardless, I hope that it was uh, helpful. It kind of got me back into the swing of things. And I really, really, really appreciate you listening today. If you ever need anything from me, you know, I assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you know how to get in touch with me. You can find me on Instagram at mary.makes.muscles send me a message anytime. You know, if you need anything, I'm here and happy to help. I'll always chat with you, always happy to go back and forth. You can also visit my website, marymakesmuscles.com to listen to my previous podcast episodes. And you can also on there find my dozens of dozens of blogs, blog articles that I've written at this point. So you can catch up on those too, find some really valuable information. So thank you once again for listening today. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.